Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things this week to make safe thing as the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Eli Uden. And special guest, a team up. That would make Marvel jealous. I don't know a lot about comic books, but we have Alex Patek. TVs. Alex Great Patek. to be alive here, everyone. <laughs> That's my song. <coughs> this isn't Marvel Shelby, by know. the way. This is just the music that Alex has in his apartment playing. <laughs> Do I need to turn that down? <laughs> I thought it wouldn't bother the show. I thought I'd leave it on. Yeah, Shelby, do I need to turn off my gramophone when we're recording? Is that necessary? Yeah. Uh, we just want a cane jauntily. Quick shout out to Kath, who uh, is. Uh, we hope we see her soon. She's currently uh, a deal living the plot of the movie Broke Down Palace, uh, where she got caught uh, unknowingly muling drugs in uh, in East Asia and is currently Bye-bye. in jail. So, <laughs> unfortunately. Kath is mesmerized by the bone glass from the show Lockwood and Company. Uh, so she <laughs> oh, is unavailable at the moment. A reference to the thing you're watching right now. That classic yeah, reference. That uh, nobody else is watching probably <laughs> because it is maybe for children. Get him um, out of here. <laughs> yeah. She's I looking think- into the eternal. So. It's good to have an episode just with the boys, you know? Like, Kath never lets me play my gramophone on the show. Yeah, boys episode. How's your Cut. penis, fellas? Oh, What's it like? It's wet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why. Nobody knows why. Good God. That would be a good bit, going to the doctor because you're just generally wet. Be like, what is this? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, you're very sick, actually. <laughs> you're in the right place. Mm. I know. Plus, we all saw... We all just saw Infinity Pool. Speaking of wet, wet movie. It's pretty, pretty wet w- movie, I would say. It's, it's pretty wet. Ass pussy. Ah. <laughs> it is like it's a very subtle use of the pool in the plot. The mm. pool was not as in it as you may have hoped. Only casually on mentioned. Yeah, if you want to, yeah. if you want to see a lot of Infinity Pools, you're better off watching uh, Selling Sunset, folks. That's where you see a lot of that stuff. A lot of those. Yeah. Stuff. You want to see the same house uh, <laughs> in slight variations, and they all cost, uh, you know, uh, what is that? Eight figures and up. Uh, Selling Sunset can't beat it. But uh, mm-hmm. if you want to see, I'm trying to think of what I can even say without spoiling the. Uh, uh, really, just I don't yeah. want to even get it. it just a. The premise, I did not really know. I knew like vague concepts of what the premise is, and I'd seen the trailer. But the trailer does not tell you what like the main underpinning premise of the movie is at all, and uh-huh. it is. It brings uh, me so much joy. I was like <laughs> giggling when it when it was explained in the movie. So there was uh, there throughout the entire movie, there was a lot of nervous laughter in a good way. I think we had um, the rudiest, the rudiest, the rudest <laughs> audience. Uh, Our audience was fucking wild. Me and Patty just saw it uh, uh, last night, and. It was at Williamsburg Cinemas, which is not, you know, look, the most studious of, of locations. Sa- look, but- Saturday night, you know, I haven't been to a movie on Saturday night in a long time. You know, we go to Alamo, you know, every so often. And, and Alamo, they like, you know, obviously they like drag you out of there if you do anything bad. So, so yeah. you know, people, t- it's kind of a self-selecting crowd. 
But you would think this movie would be kind of a self-selecting crowd. This isn't like, mm. you know, uh, I don't know what the it's most... It's not the damn minions. Right, exactly. But there were people that were just, like, <laughs> straight up just talking at full volume once the, mo- once the movie started. Like, and the, and the movie opens with a lot of mumbling and kind of whispering. And, like, I actually said, like, like semi-normal voice, like, shut up, because somebody else shushed, and then I followed it up with a shut up. Um, yeah. Did not really work. And then the people did directly... Yeah, well, I, on them, maybe, but it was like they were all, like, coordinating, like, to be... There an, was, an, like, multiple problems. There were people like, like, directly behind us that, the like, the it, it was a, um, a couple, and at least I assume it was a couple, and um, someone was digging through a purse or something and had the flashlight on, and it's like, are you really going to have the flashlight on the whole movie? Are you really considering doing this? And, and Whitney was with us, and she, she, like, kept looking back, and she was like, seriously? And eventually the, the, they stopped and they moved over a couple seats. So they were not directly behind us. And I think that was so they could talk or whatever. It's very important to continue to be able to talk during the movie, not just watch the movie. Yeah. There was definitely alert. like, <laughs> it was, it was definitely like a, a, a thing of like, um, like there were people who maybe just were like, we're going to go to a movie and we're just going to see what's playing next or something. Right. Because Which two people left two deranged people behavior, left the theater because, Hey, surprise, surprise. There's some pretty fucked up shit in that movie. It's, I was going to say, this is a uh, strange choice for a rowdy cinematic experience. Exactly. Like, you want to see yeah. like Alien versus Predator or something go through your purse. Right. Well, yeah. and look, and, and this is this was not like people reacting to what was going on. This was not like, which which I think can be, is fun. You know what I mean? And like, you, you kind of know what kind of movies they're going to be that you're going into. This was people that were just having some kind of conversation or fighting or whatever it was. And it's like, that is love just to have a fundamentally to relationship during right. infinity. Pool like fundamentally antisocial behavior. Like you should you get out of here. Trap door should open under you. Like, you know, entire thing. And the people that left, by the way, left with like 15 minutes left. So what? like they really stuck it out for most of the time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it got any le- really that much less crazy <laughs> over the last 15 minutes. So you might as well just see how it ends at that point. If I yeah. feel like, but is it all because, cause I haven't been to a movie in theaters that isn't the Alamo or like you said, they kick people out. Do they just need to bring back ushers? Like, is it are they are they cost cutting so they don't just they need someone who can just tell people to shut the fuck up? Because um, it was like it got it got better throughout the movie, but at the beginning I was like it was awful. Yeah, I, 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 I was I, like, let's just leave. I like, hate to, I hate is, to say it, you know, because you never want to, but you do need someone that you can tell on people to in that setting. You know, you know that that's we the, without, without police <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right. Police uh, in our movie theaters. What part yeah. of the budget is going to this? A A U A B A O A B. I guess is uh, really. If, you, if the, you're gonna have a conversation in the movie theater and a man with a gun comes up to you and asks you politely <laughs> to be quiet, <laughs> yeah, a guy with a long gun with a fucking AR-15. <laughs> like, I mean, the pro- the problem is, it's like in that setting, it's like shut up, and if they don't shut up, it's like okay, what's next? Like I have to get up and go over there, and then what's you know what I mean? Like how far well, is this really gonna go? There. Right. <laughs> Like I'm, yeah. I, and to sounds be clear, like I'm the woke Karens had a date night. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he first played the Karen alert sound, I was like, I don't know if that's fair, but now I. If there's like one movie that woke Karens love, it's Infinity Pool. Don't don't talk. Don't. This is not controversial. Don't talk in the movies, okay? Yeah. And like, uh, don't do it. 
What they yeah. what did they teach that in your gender studies class? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, college? yeah, at Oberlin. On. That's right, the, Oberlin. Yeah. Come on. The, the only joy I got out of it was that the the couple that was talking that was the couple that left. Like I couldn't hear what they were saying, so I cannot confirm or deny. But I'm pretty sure it had the vibe of one of them being like, "What is this movie? You did not tell me what this was," <laughs> and it was pretty intense. Um, I, I thought we were seeing said. Crimes of the Future. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, I thought we were seeing David Cronenberg. My <laughs> review a, of Infinity Pool, it rocks. Go does check nobody it out. else think it's weird that this man is a like professional director whose thing is like copying the style of his father? It's if he such wasn't a bold good at it, choice. I would hate it. But I was like, I, he is great rocks. at it, but it's like, I don't know, if my dad was a famous director, my whole thing would be doing... Stuff he doesn't do, not like the same practical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I mean, I can see that. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a different spin, I think, on the body horror stuff. Like, but, but I, I, I see what you mean. I think if you wanted to be a filmmaker and your dad was, was David Cronenberg, maybe you would like make like Whit Stillman movies or something, where it's just like very dialogue heavy <laughs> and like you know a lot of like uh, uh, just mumblecore, clever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Um, very realistic looking stabbing or throat slitting or um, other. Um, again, I can't really say exactly what. Yeah, he can't escape the the shadow. Anyways, if he made like mumblecore movies, would be like, isn't it funny how his no, dad made these yeah. messed up shit? No, no breastfeeding adults. I guess that would not be in something. Maybe in my multiple in my times. Wheelhouse. A lot of breastfeeding in the Infinity Pool. It's what people thing? want. It's what people want. <laughs> yeah, I actually had. I remember Kath's comment from the film. I saw this with Kath a month ago. Unrelated, not knowing we were going to talk about it on her podcast, but her comment was, uh, David Cronenberg does uh, sicko body horror stuff, and you're supposed to like it and think that's sexy and cool. And then Brandon Cronenberg does body horror, and you're supposed to shake your finger at it and say, that's gross. That is yeah. not what we do here. Yeah. That's actually what Kath is. We we didn't want to bury the lead, but she's being infinity pooled again. I don't want to spoil any of it, but <laughs> which again that could mean we cannot say what that things. means. It's very hard yeah. to say what that could mean, but that here's, yes. Here's my here's my uh, summary of Infinity Pool with no spoilers. It's about a guy who gets into a real pickle, and that's right. <laughs> his salute. The solution to the pickle is quite. Quite strange. You know, I know this was a movie with John Cena and Lil Rel that came out last year, but you really could just name Infinity Pool Vacation Friends because that's what the movie's Lil about. Lil Rel in Infinity Pool would have been <laughs> fucking unbelievable. <laughs> he just comes out as the TSA guy from Get Out. <laughs> yeah, Lil, yeah, cause, right, because Lil Rel is the, is the straight man in Vacation Friends. Uh, John Cena is the crazy guy. So you could put, yeah, instead of Skarsgård, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's, yeah, Lil Rel. And it's like, what the hell is this? Just like complete, yeah, that would be good. I would, I would, I would, I would enjoy that. <laughs> this infinity pool is fucked up. What is How happening? How many John here? Cena's do you got back there? <coughs> Spoilers. God. Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, yeah. too late. Uh, I go feel see- like it's vague enough where you would still not have any clearer picture of what this. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I also, had I had heard like the main plot point in conversation. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, because they're like you, they tell you what it is pretty early, like what's going on, and I still had no sense of like how it was going to play into the plot of the movie. And once it became clear, it was still very delightful to me. So I think I think yeah, it's, I got yeah. lucky. I somehow managed to. I knew nothing about it except that there was a weird mask involved. And there were mm. weird masks Boy, there are several weird masks involved. And yeah. maybe the weirdest mask of all, the mask that we wear 
in everyday society. Mm-hmm. The mask we all wear. Mm-hmm. Yes. When we when we return to our lives. Yeah. Not on vacation. Again, vacation friends. <laughs> vacation you know, friends. you know that thing when you're the like alternate title for Infinity Pool when you're at the airport, said. you know, and you're and you're like on your what you're flying back from vacation, and people are just like getting to the vacation airport. Those are the people you hate the most in the history of the world, right? Because it's like they're get, like just starting their they're just landing in you know Orlando or whatever, and you're you're having to go back to your dreary life. Uh, I imagine there's a similar scenario going on in, in, in Infinity Pool as well. Yeah. Here's my new conspiracy theory as well uh, that we discussed after. Mia Goth, I think, shaves her eyebrows. She may claim that she doesn't. I think she shaves her eyebrows because she's weird. She's big time weird. She's I weird like, enough to shave her eyebrows, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I, I, I don't I am not aware of any sort of like very targeted alopecia that only removes the eyebrows, but I feel like she shaves her eyebrows. I think they're She's just the kind of sicko who pretends <laughs> she has alopecia. <laughs> the specific sicko. She has very light eyebrows. I think it's no, they're not there, dude. There's a million I, fucking blonde. I'm looking at world. pictures. I'm looking at pictures. I heard she pays a pig to bite it off. I'm looking at. A, I'm looking at a digital <laughs> signature. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I got a. I got a delivery of sod here. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I've been close friends with Mia Goth for ten years, and I can tell you, she's never had these eyebrows. Is it Goth or is it Goth? I don't even. I, who knows? If it's like, Goth, she can fuck off. Well, doesn't really no. seem like it's her. Doesn't really seem like it's her fault. Uh, but <laughs> look. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, a little Longmont Potion Castle throwback. One of one of Alex Trebek's weirdest legacies, the, the prank call by Longmont Potion Castle, where he's trying to deliver a huge shipment of sod to his house. Um, yeah. And it's you, you've heard that, right? You guys have heard that prank yes. call? I do not know what you're talking about. Okay. You don't know Longmont Potion Castle? I, I, this seems like an extremely These aren't just sort of like thing. random words you're shrugging together? <laughs> He's a prank caller. You know, caller. flip-flop paper jack. It, do, it does sound like a, <laughs> like a randomly generated password from like a password manager, but it is the title of a uh, series of prank calls. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, I mean, a lot of the prank calls are randomly strung together words. But he somehow, a couple of them, he gets like very famous people's numbers. One of them is Alex Trebek. And he calls Alex Trebek and is like, I'm del- I have a huge delivery of sod for you. And Alex Trebek, understandably, is like, I didn't order a, a sod. And um, it turns into a whole thing. And it's Longmont Potion Castle, check it out. But also, it's like a very, there's like a very great Jeopardy moment where he references, he keeps referencing the country of Siam. And Trebek is like, that's not a country anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, you're speaking of the country now known as? Like, yeah. Check out Longmont Potion Castle. I just had to look up what sod was so I wouldn't feel like the dumb person in this conversation. Because you know of how little is? I know about landscaping. Dude, it's, I mean, sod is a well-known type of landscaping. I don't, I don't mean <laughs> I don't know what it is either. You don't know what it is either. <laughs> It's fucking I thought grass. on the boys episode we could finally discuss sod. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, was, rolled up grass. Yeah, you really kind of trailed off. That was not that was not convincing there. Like it's, it's everyone knows sod. It's the, one of the most famous <laughs> landscaping. Everyone knows Somebody cool fill in the time. Sod. I just spend most <laughs> I spent all day sod, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's natural, everyone knows. It's rolled up fucking grass Look. that you put on bald fields. You were you you roll it out, and th- and that's it. 
Is that a Never microwave? Since I switched medications, I've been so sod. <laughs> are you sod? Are you in your... <laughs> do you find most of... Are you going through most of your days feeling sod? Neil before sod. Um, Neil before sod. General sod. Uh, oh, we should, we should do an update on a, uh, on a, on a previous story. Um, this is... Uh, this is from uh, Kate Stragusi Nona on the Discord. If you want to submit stories yeah. in the Discord, uh, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Become a uh, pot that's filled with bussy. Unending bussy. That's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so this is a story that we did uh, with... Uh, there is a McDonald's ad, or there's, an, there's, a, there's a crematorium, and there's a sign pointing to the crematorium and a bus stop right next to it. And on the bus stop, there was a sign advertising the McDonald's sandwich, the McCrispy. So it was right next to the crematorium sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, People thought that was disrespectful. Um, Was the chicken not cremated in a way? Uh, That's right. Uh, I think we talked about cremains a lot as a result of that. I think more Mm -hmm. uh, two weeks in a row. Um, And they have since changed the advertisement. Um, And now it is for something called the Tate Art Gallery, I guess. Um, Yeah, the Tate nearby and uh the tate at saint eyes or something and it, the big andrew the, tate's art gallery it's andrew tate's <laughs> art gallery and uh yeah. it says it's it him says, without a shirt on posing yeah he's really cool he's got a cigar um he's playing chess uh it says uh get your locals pass is this is this the advertisement again next to the crematorium sign um i'm starting to think the crematorium is the problem here you know, Look, I, I don't know. Say, I don't know what you multiple, put next to it. Are there any like, ads that would be acceptable? Right. You know, uh, res- be respectful to the dead. That should be an ad, I guess, that they could run. Uh, I'm not clear yeah. what that would be an ad for. Um, <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those ads that's like, uh, uh, you know, paid for by like some like like citizens group that's just annoyed that everyone's being disrespectful to the dead. Yeah, it's like paid for by the citizens who think that we should be more respectful to the dead. Correct. The yeah. cremation team needs to change their advertising approach and become a little more crass so they can fit in with the billboards around them. Yeah. Yeah, they should why be like, burn box send- this way. Yeah, burn box. Why, why, why don't you send light your bussy up in flames, yeah. you dead bitch? They should... <laughs> Something like that. They Something should do rude. a... <laughs> they should do a Super Bowl commercial with Jeff Ross being like, get roasted at the goddamn crematorium. <laughs> now that would be good. Yeah. Here we are with alleged pedophile Jeff Ross. <laughs> yeah. Look. <laughs> Send it's your unfortunate. His history is unfortunate, but his talent is undeniable. Look, the, what are we uh, supposed to do? I just want to say that stuff was all based on uh, publicly reported news. That is not an allegation that was being made based on anything other than what's been in the headlines. Just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Very clearly. Thank you. Uh, Remember yeah, when so, he dressed up as Gaddafi? Man, that was funny. The roast of this crematorium, uh, the the uh, what is it? The corn, the Penmount crematorium. I mean, here's the, the other thing, you know, uh, people. Everyone has phones now, so they can find out where it is. Just get rid of that sign, you know. You know, unless yeah. you just want, unless they're just trying to get publicity. I don't know why, uh, they, but <coughs> they just end up in the headlines constantly, complaining about the ad next to them. That's they don't even have to pay for that advertising. So yeah. this is why modern crematoriums have to go cyber. I'm always saying this. <laughs> the blockchain <laughs> fixes this. Yeah. TikTok advertising. Yeah. I is mean, the, is there is there big competition between how many crematoriums does a town have? Are there, you know, 
they need to beat out another crematorium? There can't be that much demand. If there's too much demand for crematoriums where your town needs two, there is like a terrible problem you need to address. Yeah, there is a war crime happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know where there probably are a lot of crematoriums? The uh, uh, the fictional country where Infinity Pool takes place. Just a little uh, a Easter fact. egg for the for the people Shut who have the seen the film. Up! <laughs> oh my god, Shelby. Who was that? Uh, <laughs> Get him out of here. Um yeah, so that's that's it. Uh they're mad they're still mad about the ads, I guess. So we'll have to find one that's not offensive. And uh, you know, good luck to everyone over there, I guess. Or lighten up, you know? It's the nineties. <laughs> it's the goddamn nineties. Yeah. We're living in them. Should we do stories? Let's do it. Number five. Number five comes to us from the uh, scientific Lemurian in the uh, in the Discord. Um, this is a story about uh, the triumph of nature. Um, it's uh, been all over the news here in New York and around the country. This is an AP News story. It's uh, Flacco the owl who escaped from the Central Park Zoo after somebody cut open his cage. Um, he got out. He's a Eurasian eagle owl. He's not native to this area um, and he got out and they were trying to recapture him or, you know, rescue him. I'm not sure what the right word necessarily is, but to get, because they were worried that because he was basically raised in captivity um, that he wouldn't be able to survive alone in, you know, in the wild uh, as much as the central park is the wild. Um, and basically, uh, you know, he, he didn't seem like he was eating. He was getting very skinny for the first few days. And then, um, I guess the the big thing that everyone got really excited about was he barfed up some uh, some skeletons of some rodents and had some, and some pellets and uh, that means he's hunting and eating on his own. So shout out to Flacco for uh, uh, adapting and basically uh, they tried to lure him. Yeah. They tried to lure him back in. It has not worked. And they basically said, you know what? We're just going to monitor. If he's doing okay, we're not going to bug him. And that's basically the, uh, that's basically the, the, where things are at. So uh, I think this is pretty so, fun. The number five news item this week is an owl is doing fine. That's right. Yeah. He's doing great. He's, he's doing Do you gay. have a problem with our fucking podcast? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you've, you've been on the show. It's, it's, it's not your fault that, you know, it's an owl news week. That you've been on the show sometimes. more than once. You know that they were not. Oh, sorry. Here, here's a, here's a, another story we probably should have covered instead. Detectives treating Los Angeles Bishop's death as a homicide. Is that better? Would you rather we talk about that? that, that oh, that's number news. Five if news it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> number five news story this week. Podcast detective Alex Patak is on the <laughs> Fucking case! <laughs> My God, um, I'm sorry. I assume I assume you only talk about the Coros and they're asking about how to uh, make world peace or something. Those are the only questions you guys are answering over there. Yeah. Um, I do think it's it, it's crazy that they thought this he wouldn't be okay or or I don't know what the fucking gender of the owl is, but. Um, <laughs> my understanding is that it is it is a he. Um, yeah, but, uh, you're like an owl gets out in fucking Rat City, USA, and they're like, he'll starve. It's well, like, they don't. I mean, crazy. They don't have to. They don't have to hunt in the same way. You know. I mean, it's it's an unfamiliar environment. It's not. What yeah, but used it's not to. that fucking hard to catch a rat, anyways. I mean, if you need All right. to, Jeez. as a bird, yeah, and if rat. I could fly, and the pick them up. Rat king over here. Uh, yeah. 
Vasily Fett. A rat king would be now. a feast for this owl. That would be a treat. They can't move that fast because they're all tied to... together. In the that's that's right. Yeah. Nasty um, stuff, rat kings. Has there ever been a record of a rat taking down an owl? I can't think so. Yeah, there was the it. one that testified, and uh, <laughs> a bunch of them had to go to jail for RICO violations. Yeah. So that was the only one. My cousin Vinny, there's, it's uh, about a rat that testifies about an owl. Um. Yeah. So look, he's yeah. He was only like a, he was less than a year old um, when he when he first showed up at the zoo in in 2010 when he was I guess delivered to the zoo. So, um, you know, look, he's he's owls are solitary creatures except for mating season. Um, there's no other Eurasian eagle owls out there, so he's going to be uh, pretty solitary. Maybe he can make some friends, but I think that's about it. Um, you know, so it's it's a it's an interesting life to kind of contemplate i guess but uh but he's doing they should okay get more this is everyone's well it's an invasion about the rat problem yeah so get more owls make in the that. big city it's all about who you know mm-hmm. and it may be a real issue wherein the owl can maybe uh not socialize correctly into big city life yeah it's all about i would say who you know thank you that's a really good point. That is also about the owl. Good. The owl's just got to start going to mics and just start getting to know people, <laughs> and eventually he'll get booked on stuff, and it'll be fine. You know, yeah. Thing, most successful owls just hang out, right? Mm-hmm. They just get to know the bartender. They get to know who owns the tree they're in, <laughs> yeah. and then that will eventually make room for them. Yeah, they, yeah. Know, it helps to be. They'll send the elevator back down for the owl <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to it. Yeah. You know, it helps to be funny and, and not be interpersonally annoying, I guess. But, you know, hopefully he can work on those two parts. I would argue that that doesn't really matter. Well, it depends. It, de- it depends. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. If, you're, if you're both unfunny and and uh, interpersonally annoying, it seems like you're probably not. But, hey, you know, the stranger Again, things Again, I would argue that that doesn't <laughs> seem to really matter. But <laughs> perhaps You have to worse. be undeniable in the number of rats you capture in your horrifying beak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, soon simple, enough, hopefully he'll be getting a, a, a and this is going to get a Seinfeld thing. I'm going to preempt it. A JF Owl audition very soon. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, the guy, yeah I, I figured there was some kind of heightening that was going to happen there. Uh, so, yeah. So look. Seinfeld has been assassinated. <laughs> Seinfeld has fallen. <laughs> um, speaking of, of, of pellets and owls, I mentioned uh if you haven't checked out another movie, Wreck, Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, check it out. Sure. There is a remarkable amount of discussion His about His jokes are a real hoot. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, there we go. Yes, it's, mm-hmm. it's true. Hooting and hollering. Um, <laughs> in, in the Guardians of Gahul, do the owls fight each other? I've always been unclear on what the premise is. There's bad owls in it. Um, there's one, I don't, I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but there's one named, I believe like Steelbeak or something. That's a bad owl. I think it might be a hawk or something. Also, there's an echidna that is some sort of like sage. There's a lot going on in that movie. Um, <laughs> or is it, um, is this like a species based war? Cause that's like, are all this, all like the barn owls good and all like the, I don't know what other kind of owls bad. You know what I mean? Like, is that the, are the snowy owls good? Like, the, like, so here I got the Wikipedia page open just to refresh my memory. Sure. Um, so uh, this is relevant to the story. That's important. 
So there's the pure ones, which is very scary sounding. And that's, Uh I I think that, so there's owls. Yeah, metal beak is the big problem here. That's, I believe, an owl. Uh, Voiced by Joel Edgerton. Um, Hmm. So uh, there's that. There's something going on with uh, uh, the St. Aegeolus Home for Orphaned Owls that is led, owned by metal beak. Um, yeah, this is, uh, oh, so the owls are, the owlets are brainwashed. The owlets are child soldiers. Yeah. That's apparently what's going on here. Okay. There's a lot of metaphor layering happening. So this is like a, this is like a blood diamond situation. This is like, uh, the, the Leonardo DiCaprio film blood diamond as well. Yes. They're similar movies. (laughs) 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 There also, there's something going on in that movie. You can get moon blinked. That's stuck in my head. Having watched it at some point with downstairs Dan, the two things that are stuck in my head forever is that there's something called getting moon blinked, which is just like, I don't even know what it is, but it means you're like, can't move. And they just been like, oh no. Also, all the owls are British, which is weird. They're like, oh no, she's been moon blinked. And um, also there is a quote in that movie that will forever live in my head until the day that I rest. Uh, <laughs> the owls fall on the ground at some point and they go, oh no, the ground. This is the worst place for an owl. It's very <laughs> That's good. funny because it's true. Yeah. Also, it's like we could just fly up, you know. Undeniable. It's not where you want to be. The worst place for an owl. Yeah. As an owl, yeah. Oscar snub, the legend of the Guardians of the Owls of Gahul. You know Check what? There out. is one Directed instance by though Zach where the Snyder did not know I, that. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> wow. you, you were saying the owls all have different types, and I was. It's just, and I can see in my mind Zack Snyder's like, "Give me a race war movie," and Hollywood's like, "Best I could do is owls." <laughs> yeah. And then this comes out two years later. You cut your teeth on owls, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> see where that you was, go from there. Speaking of bad comedians, um, well, I don't know who it was, but did you see that clip of uh, the a comic doing crowd work with the? And it turns out it's Zack Snyder. He's like, he's just asked the guy, he's like, what's your name? And the guy's like, oh, Zack. And he like goes off on him for being like, oh, are you tired of people asking what your fucking name is? Who the fuck? Like all this shit. He's like, what's your job? And the guy's like, I'm a director. And he's like, oh, sure you are. Oh, we're all directors in LA. And all I made shit. Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally turns out he's like. I made Sucker like, Punch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he's like, it turns out it's like, oh, what movies have you done? And the guy's like. Uh, like you know, it's like it's like there's no movie he could say that's not just like Justice the League. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he could he could have said Guardians of Kahul and people probably would not remember it. That, that would be good, that would have been a good bit by Zack Snyder to be like uh, Legend of the Guardians, Owl, the Owls of Gahul. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> where was this? Was this at the legendary comedy store? Is that is that where or the world famous comedy store or whatever they always? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, well, we know that the 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 laugh factor in Chicago. Just say that you're an accountant, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Lying is always a real option for crowd work that goes woefully under. I think what you probably want to say is like, "I'm a comedian," and that will probably stop it. It's like, okay, <laughs> they, they move yeah. on immediately. <laughs> what I would say you is, stop talking to me. Right. <laughs> Go back to what you were doing. Do your material. <laughs> I'm trying to score tonight. Yeah. Do, do your do act. Your, do your act. <laughs> Unfortunately, they don't have one, so it's a bad outcome. I'm sorry that I'm ruining your chance to have a viral Instagram reel, uh, yeah. except I assume this one was viral because it was, in fact, Zack Snyder. Um, that would be my favorite response to crowd work. What do you do for a living? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> uh, well... 
But this well, you escaped your Asian owl, eagle owl. Yeah, look, I went. I was in Central Park today, uh, checking out some <laughs> birds. I did not see him. He has he has eluded people today, apparently. But he's out there. He's doing it. He's being an owl, and uh, and that's cool. And and he's doing well. So he's just maybe, being him. Maybe Patty knows more about this, but don't like eagles sometimes get in Central Park? Is there any chance an eagle may attack and eat the owl? I mean, I. I I don't know with this specific kind of owl or not, but I think I think yeah, there's all kinds of birds that fight at other kinds of birds. Uh, eagles and bald eagles are like, yeah, like kind of nasty. It's really it's really funny actually. Like they they like eat garbage and stuff. Um, they're low key kind of kind of nasty with it. Nasty yeah, with it. Yeah, they're low key right. kind of bussing. I don't uh, know. If you know yeah. Just like America that way. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So uh. You know. Uh, shout out to Flacco. Best of luck. Um and uh, hey, enjoy those rats because uh, you know we appreciate Flaco, your service. Keep your head down. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Number four. Number four. Uh, this comes to us from uh one moment from one moment in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, bookmark nineteen <laughs> in the Discord. Uh, it's an unfortunate thing that uh. This is a story about a uh, U.S. cancer patient. That's not the end of it. All right. Very sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who, uh, this is a guy who, it should be said, this is noted, has no immediate family from Ireland whatsoever, but is a seeming side effect of his cancer has developed an uncontrollable Irish accent. Um, oh. I think another... Im- <laughs> there you go. Is that Scottish? No, it's, it's no. This is, a, this is this it's, is that's what it's like. <laughs> what are they doing? Um, another thing here that I think is fascinating to me is that uh, you would assume, like when you hear this story, you'd be like, "Oh, it's some sort of brain cancer. It's prostate cancer. Nowhere near the brain. It's not really in there." So uh, what's the what's the theory on what caused it? Do they have like a, is, it, this a, is this a riddle? <laughs> yes, this is this is a complicated riddle. Is it? A, have is it your a, son? Um, <laughs> is it? Is it due to the treatment? Is that what they think, or what's the like? What's the their their guess is that uh, they think the voice change was caused by a condition called perineoplastic neurological disorder, which is when a cancer patient's immune systems attack parts of their brain as well as muscles, nerves, and spinal cord. Okay, which is not as fun. Um, Kind but, of a British occupation of the spinal cord, in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're colonizing my spinal cord. Um, this is... I, I'm re- reading this. They just mentioned this. Um, this uh, You would think that an uncontrollable Irish accent wouldn't be great, but it turns out there is a worse situation that has happened in the past. In 2006, they mentioned that a, a woman um, suffered a stroke and <laughs> just ended up with a Jamaican accent. <laughs> Which is she I went about full Adrian Brody. Was she was she yeah, was she a white lady? That's I guess the question. I would guess that UK woman Linda Walker was a le- white lady, yes. That okay. would be my best guess. But uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I I was gonna say the idea of like like having some kind of neurological issue that make like it's caused by like yeah, some kind of treatment or something. And you have you have to do like a really offensive act. You you're, you can't not speak in a really offensive accent all the time. Yeah. Is uh, that's yeah, that's like a I don't know, like a curb is, plot or something. That's, this is yeah. true. Just yeah, true Mister Show shit. Um, I mean, like 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 
I, the, the good, the reveal on this story would be like that. It's like the most offensive and like lucky charms ass Irish accent. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, okay, well, I guess that is technically an Irish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the, uh, the clip of the Joker handing the woman on the bus, the note with his condition on it. And it, she just opens it and he's like, I have to talk like this. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm sorry. I love your son. Oh. <laughs> well, here's the problem. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Just, um, is there any way to prove that they're not, not faking this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just look, you're like, where are you from? You figure it out, you know? <laughs> oh, to prove they're not faking it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like put them in a life-threatening situation. Oh, yeah. But I would argue that even if you put an Irish person in a life-threatening situation, it was like, stop doing that accent. They would stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> I'm just saying without running anything, like a pure, blind uh, data analysis, you just drop them into a lion's den and see if it comes out like, help! Or like, there's a lion here! <laughs> <laughs> That's the default. Help! Fix sake. <laughs> help! <laughs> help uh, me! Yeah, I mean, it, it oh. is... It is interesting that, like, you know, is this actually an Irish accent or is it just like he speaks with like a thing that now like resembles? Because you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like I don't know how the brain, something that happened to the brain that makes it like a particular nation's <laughs> accent. It's just such a, a strange thing to think about. Like, again, yeah. you know, I, well, I had to have this surgery and now I, I speak uh, with an uh, uh, offensively over the top Italian accent. That's what I that's how I talk now. Yeah. I got the I got the disease. Because <laughs> um, yeah. the, the the lady the lady uh, that you mentioned, Eli, uh, she is uh, she is a white lady. Um, the accent, I guess, uh, You're very sick. It, it, it's it's okay. So her sister in law said she sounded Italian. Her brother said she sounded Slovakian. Someone else said she sounded French Canadian. And the latest is that she sounds Jamaican. So so it's it's just like a apparently it's like a Rorschach. But for uh, yeah. what accent you hear this lady doing? It also yeah, sounds I like she might have just have this disease as well <laughs> when I do my impressions and they come out a hundred different uh, ethnicities. Yeah, I mean, from that it sort of sounds like she maybe just has difficulty speaking. Right. <laughs> People are like, "What is this accent?" And she's like, "What are you Slovakian today?" This sounds yeah. Slovakian. It's like you know. Okay, yeah, I guess yeah. I'll take your word for it. This is there's a worm in my brain. <laughs> That's Slovakian. Is that your Jamaican? Right there. That's my best Jamaican accent. How did it come out? <laughs> Middling. <laughs> I was putting that in my packet, my SNL packet. Your Jamaican accent is basically a pirate. Man, can you imagine? <laughs> There's a worm in me brain. <laughs> You're ju- that's just that's just Mr. Krabs, guys. Yeah. That's that's just oh, turn- SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? You get all you. Get all the way to like the final callbacks, like whatever. They make you do like 15 different characters each time, and you have to do three callbacks at SNL. And then in your final one, you open with just the Adrian Brody Rasta man. You just blow it all up. <laughs> uh, Lauren, I'll be doing Mr. Krabs for you. <laughs> SpongeBob. There's <laughs> um. <clears throat> a little character I like to call Rasta Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just, 
a guy getting up on stage and pulling a ventriloquist pulling out a Jamaican puppet and everyone just booing immediately. <laughs> Wait until you hear it. Wait until you hear it. I haven't even done it yet. Stop. <laughs> I mean, do we know that Jeff Dunham doesn't have a Jamaican puppet? I mean, let's let's just try to confirm this. Uh, uh, I mean, it would be wh- why would he mess with the success of Ahmed the Dead Terrorist? Oh boy, I mean, he appears to have somebody called Sweet Daddy, Sweet Daddy D. I, I don't. Is this real? I can't believe this. I gotta this. see. He the 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 banner images from the YouTube clip. Sweet Daddy D is a PIMP, and it's Jeff Dunham holding this guy. Oh, I've seen this. Yes. Oh my! I can't believe this exists. Okay, whatever. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I remember it now. (laughs) That's worse. That's worse than Rasta Man. That's wow. He he really he he. Yeah, he saw. Well, these are just puppets he's finding. I don't think it's his fault what they sound like. (laughs) That's just their voice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 a victim of what puppets he finds. He keeps telling (laughs) them. He keeps telling them to stop. You know. These they, puppets have a medical condition they, right, that the puppets, causes them to come out in horribly offensive The accents. puppets all have if, foreign accent syndrome. Yeah. If Jeff Dunham wasn't a coward, he would use Howard the Haunted Doll as one of his puppets. Bring Do Annabelle, Jeff get, Dunham. Yeah, get Jeff Dunham to I do Annabelle. I think he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Show me a closet Jeff Dunham lover. It's like, yeah. Uh, we love a jalapeno on a stick here on the pod. Um but also back to this this story. Uh, this is something. So I guess it happens not infrequently. They have a name for it at least called foreign accent syndrome, which isn't a lot of effort. But you know, there you are. Um, this is my favorite. They, they've listed other times this has happened. This, this one, man. One of the first reported cases of this happening was in 1941. Already not a great year. Um, when a young Norwegian woman developed a German accent after being hit by bomb shrapnel, and everyone. Like everyone around her thought she was a Nazi spy because she was speaking in a German accent. Yeah, that's nice. That's I was not... about to say, how do we know she didn't just flip sides? Yeah. Which also, someone speaking in a German accent, you should think they're not a Nazi spy because they'd be a terrible spy. Like, what are you guys talking about? Hmm? If we're going to help the Allies win? <laughs> yeah. Like, where, yeah. Uh, where do you think all the soldiers are? If you had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Where are our most vulnerable positions, fellows? You know? From one Norwegian to the next, where are we keeping all the guns today? <laughs> yeah. Mm, I forgot. Could you remind me? Where is the president? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, you it's can, No, a... I'm not a spy. I just have that syndrome. <laughs> I have You spy know the one syndrome. Jeff Dunham has? <laughs> <laughs> Makes him become all of the people of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watching a Jeff Dunham special. This guy is sick. What's There's that? a little warning that pops up for the Comedy Central special. <clears throat> like Jeff Dunham has a very serious disease. Yeah. <laughs> this is his way of dealing with his schizophrenia. Stop making fun of him. <laughs> he has a he has an invasive voice of a jalapeno on a stick that he must <laughs> re- listen to. Yeah. Well. Um, well. Oh, okay. I was gonna say best of luck, but this man. Is dead. Hey, he keep it well, keep it rocking. Hope he's hope. Yeah, uh, sorry to so to, sad. Yeah, <laughs> best of luck in the afterlife. I guess I don't know what to say. May Sharon give you safe passage. <laughs> <laughs> best of luck. 
Hey folks, if you're enjoying this regular episode, I bet you would also enjoy our bonus episode, which you can get access to by paying for our Patreon at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. This week, we talk about the world's largest commercially available puzzle, which unfortunately has one major flaw. We also talked about a an unorthodox approach to breaking out of prison, which inevitably led to discussion of the television program Prison Break, which inevitably led to discussion of The Walking Dead. Somehow, inevitably, it's not clear. Look, we talked about The Walking Dead spinoffs. We talked about a lot of stuff. Check it out. Patreon.com slash what a time bot. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Number three also comes to us from Bookmark 19. It's a story from the world of uh, boardwalk regulation, we'll call it. It's uh, Jersey Shore. The New Jersey Attorney General has taken action against a Wildwood, New Jersey, uh, uh, Carney Booth. Um, and uh, it was a basketball shooting game where I guess you make enough baskets, you get you know a stuffed animal or, or, or whatever. And they, they were overinflating the basketballs. So the pressure was so high that the ball bounced. You know, you weren't going to get a favorable bounce on the rim. Uh, and they char- they hit him with $15,500 in fines. Um, that's a penalty of $500 for each of the 31 basketballs. And uh, also a 10-year ban. I don't know if that's from all games or, yeah, bounce from the boardwalk for 10 years. So um, they really put the screws to this guy uh, for his uh, crooked operation. And... Uh, I'm glad that we got people. Yeah, people are out there making sure that the games are fair for people on the boardwalk, so they can, uh, you know, do that and buy their um, "Who Shit My Pants" T-shirts with uh, I don't know minions on them or whatever. Fart loading, uh, yeah, <laughs> without worrying about being cheated out of their hard-earned money. So, man, that would be it. I feel like he might not own one, but Joe Biden definitely thinks fart loading is a funny T-shirt. Right, <laughs> he like he like enjoys it. I would say most people probably think that's a funny T-shirt. <clears throat> I, I guess that's fair. Right. Yeah, um, this does because in a way, a fart is loading yeah. all the time, constantly in the background. It's a background process. <laughs> if you open up, if you open up your body's task manager, there's yeah. almost always a fart loading. Right, if you hit hit if control, you control alt delete on yourself, <laughs> you'll actually fart a lot faster. <laughs> people don't know this. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say, too, that, that, like, banning them from the boardwalk kind of feels like a punishment for everybody, that they're like, no more games. It's like, well, I assume other people will, will take the take the stall. Or the gap, you know, yeah. yeah, I would assume. But this is basically... An honest basketball prize purveyor can take that slot. That's right. Yeah. I would love to know. I, I mean, we have a, a pretty diverse, like, career-wise listenership that we've almost always, when we've been like, is anybody this? And someone's like, I am an ornithologist. Yes. Um, is anybody a carny? <laughs> Can you let us know? I have to imagine there's a fascinating kind of work, like, like, a, like a you know hierarchy within the carny world that I would love to hear about. So if you're a carny and you listen to our podcast, and you, and you want to tell some rubes what's going on, some marks, yeah, you get know, in touch free to let us yeah. know. The thing is, carnies sort of have a reputation for running clean and fair basketball games, so this is highly irregular. That's They've right. Violated the carny code. If the games are fair and easy, and you know, a natural. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I get it. Uh, it does sound like this person just like really had a bad time at this game, and then brought. It turned out to be the attorney general. 
Um, but like, uh, <laughs> the full force of the law down. <laughs> yeah, the attorney general the made no shots, and some kid laughed at him, and he's like, "All right." <laughs> We're shutting this down. Hang on. You've inflated the wrong man's <laughs> basketballs past their normal pressure. Um, I'll be back with men. But it's like, I feel like it would almost be like like a borderline legally acceptable defense to be like, yes, it's a carnival game. It's rigged. Like, at this point, you have to know it's all rigged. Everything is fucking rigged. Like, at those sort of things. Like, no one is, you know, it's not like the fucking stock market. No one's like, well, I... I should have been able to get a big SpongeBob, and I was kind of relying on that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you play this to get fucked. Like, that's what the point is. I mean, you know? Eli, this is the best chance most Americans have to earn a plus sized bear. Yeah. Look, the, the middle class is gone. And by that, I mean people who have a big SpongeBob, um, <laughs> big stuffed SpongeBob. So, yeah. So, know. yeah. So, so, you know, I, 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 I guess that there is a, let's see, um, yeah, th- th- there's apparently a very detailed licensing law in New Jersey, which I find for like these kind of amusement games, which I, which I get, you know, I find very funny. Um, but I, this is a violation, and you know, I think they probably just need to make, you know, don't be the one that get. It's bad luck, but don't be the one that gets caught. You know, don't have to be the one with your ass hanging the most over, uh, over the the cliff there. And they won't, uh, you know, they got to take somebody down every so often to get everyone to kind of tighten up a little bit. And, um, you know, <coughs> this, this guy was on the wrong end of it, I yeah. guess. How can what you need even... a fall guy. Yeah. Maybe uh, a little bit. Yeah. How do they even, the, the, the fact that it's three times their recommended pressure on these basketballs, I'm, I'm honestly surprised you can even do that. I'm like, wouldn't they just fucking explode? explode. Yeah. I guess they were getting close. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe how deep all does the rabbit hole go? What? How deep does the rabbit hole go? Like, is the basketball production corporations do they somehow get a cut from this? Like, yeah, who's inflating these balls? <laughs> Why is that number the recommended number? And how do we get the big SpongeBob to take home at the end of the day? I want that to just like what everything you just said, just followed by the cereal theme, just <laughs> cuts in. Be <laughs> like, the end of the day, how do we figure this out? Um, I think that for the all-star game at, in the NBA, they should do a game with whatever three times. Apparently, they bounce crazy. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see John Morant chasing a fucking hyper-bouncy ball. So It's kind of like slam ball, but backwards, where instead of the people having trampolines, the balls are just woefully oh. overinflated. And <laughs> slam ball. <laughs> slam around the yeah, room. Oh, now my God. Slam ball. Now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's... Look, we we bring Alex Patak on here because we want to talk slam ball and possibly battle bots. Just battle brief. bots. Battle bots apparently still around. Um, I saw like a really? stinger a stinger for it on on like you brought on like it a, back as like an, they yeah, back. They, yeah they brought it back yeah right um, yeah. yeah I mean slam ball was that, that that's gone now I guess right but the, what, what did that start on like on like uh, was that on like the, on spike. It feels like a spike type. That's, that's what I'm kind of thinking of. If it right? wasn't on spike, it should have been on spike. Yeah. But yeah, you for those of you that don't know, slam ball is uh, there's a basketball court, but like there's like eight or so um, big trampolines, uh, uh, kind of w- uh, in the three within the three point uh, built into the floor, kind of within the within the three points uh, line. So like 
you jump really high and I don't know, does it get you more points or something? I don't really know. It allows you to slam is what it is. Yeah. Daddy. Well, I understand that, ball. but is there any kind of other rules different otherwise? I don't really know. Um, you're allowed to murders allowed. Murders. I guess, I guess you can all. <laughs> all murder is legal. Can you, yeah. can you, can you check people off the court? Uh, that seems like it would be pretty catastrophic. Um, yeah. If no one died on like the airing of Slam Ball that actually made it on TV, it would not have made it another like six months. It's so dangerous. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. There's not an insurance company game. in the world that will cover the league. It is a game specifically designed to tear your ACL. Like that is what it's for. <laughs> or to just like yeah, break a bone in your lower extremity of some kind. Like, well, you jump on this big trampoline yeah. and you're like 20 feet in the air. And then if you miss the tramp, another one of the trampolines on the way down, you just land on hardwood floor. Uh, not really, not really what you want. A lot Who's, of these young athletes, they train their whole lives for their slam ball career. They make it like four weeks before their legs snap yeah. in half. Ligaments hate this game. This one crazy game. <laughs> this who, one game. Who has that bit? It might be Tom Takar has the bit about having a trampoline when you're a kid, and when you're bouncing and you see a friend bounce and drift off the trampoline <laughs> and i think the joke is he's like they make a sound you've never heard before <laughs> it's, it uh, is tough but he has the it was him and his brother or whatever they had a trampoline now i'm just telling it tom to garbage i apologize this is like his brother some relative broke his leg on the trampoline and then they just lied to their parents i think because they didn't want to lose the trampoline they're like he fell on the stairs yeah <laughs> yeah Hey, check out Tom yeah, Tom, he laid down. What are you road. saying? That's just good. That's just good business. Yeah. Um, Tom, you're fired. Here's a here's a fun fact. The guy who invented Slam Ball, um, dead. No, he wrote ep- he wrote episodes. <clears throat> his name is Mason Gordon, and he had written episodes of Keenan and Kel and Cousin Skeeter. That's what he was doing before he invented Slam Ball. <laughs> hey. Multi talented. Yeah. There you go. Bring back Slam Ball. So. Uh, number two? Yeah, number two. Number two! Uh, number two, this comes to us from Kate Stragusinona again. Uh, this is a lie that has been reported, <laughs> I think. Um, this comes to us from, uh, uh, you know, of course, Boston News, a local Boston station. Uh, and what does that mean? What, Boston News? Of course, Boston News. Oh, well, here. It's that uh, apparently the Boston accent is ranked among the smartest sounding accents in America. That could have been reported in any any newspaper in the entire 50-state yeah. legislature of America. Our next story comes to us from Al Jazeera Network. Uh, this is <laughs> the Boston accent. <laughs> um, I don't believe this i don't think it's undeniable that people think that the boston accent is one of the smartest sounding accents in america uh they've tried to explain it maybe they're like they're saying that maybe it's connected to the fact that they it's very fast bostonians speak very fast when you speak quickly people think your brain goes quickly and you're smarter um also the phrase brain goes quickly is in the story that's not something i said i think it's a strange combination of words, but um, I yeah. think it's goodwill hunting is doing all of the carrying yeah. for this one. Definitely feels like a, it's doing some, it has a strong influence at the very least. I have two theories. One is 
Uh, the CIA, using their Hollywood connections, is manipulating the the accent pool to put Boston on the top for some nefarious purpose we can't quite see yet. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have like uh, the, your sexy guys, your uh, Ben Afflecks and so on, doing Boston face mm-hmm. on television every <laughs> six hours. I hate when sexy or, guys are doing Boston face on my television. <laughs> sexy guys are doing Boston face for your children. <laughs> Or the other possible theory is that Boston, all when your kids go away and they go to school and they become woke Karens like like Patty, uh, they they then develop the Boston accent and they come back and so you're like ah, Mister College has the smart accent, huh? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It'd be Bo- great if going to Harvard gave you a Boston accent. That would be good. It'd be nice to know. Yeah. Um, the like the Boston accent sounds like. When you if you go swimming and you get water in your ear and it like hasn't popped yet like that's what it sounds that's what a Boston <laughs> accent like sounds like that is the, the, yeah it does not sound like smart a lot of smart people in Boston um you know a lot, but I don't know that it's uh, it yeah. doesn't really conjure up uh you know yeah I mean, I'm not sure somebody, I'm not sure what the- does sound intelligent though like I don't know which American accent other than like I don't know non-regional diction or something like what sounds like southern accent doesn't sound smart talking normal sounds smart midwestern (laughs) accent midwestern accent does not sound smart yeah Uh, i definitely say like if you were watching a ted talk and the 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 person walked out on stage and was like okay you'd be like what (laughs) like no this is (laughs) no 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 he has jeff dunham syndrome (laughs) dunham's ted talk (laughs) Um, hey, have you seen I that TED talk by Ahmed my... the Dead Terrorist? Really insightful. It's very good. <laughs> One thing about Ahmed the Dead Terrorist, he <laughs> thinks he's speaking in a Boston accent. It's actually yeah. very misleading in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends who stuck around Boston, because I am from the general Boston area, I'm not from the city of Boston, do not ask me about it, uh, they just gave themselves this accent. So I think a lot of the people doing this, it is a put-on is very imitable. You can just pretend you oh, grew yeah. up in that like small area and no one will know. It is That's a crazy true. accent. You know, I, I, I agree with you on that, that it almost does seem like you could turn it off. <laughs> you know? It also... I thought originally you were saying it's the sexiest accent, which that's a very one-sided debate. Oh, yeah. I, I'm fucking coming, kid. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm going to bust. <laughs> I made a, I'm made. i going to make a mess of the sheets. That's kind of Oh, nice. I'm wicked tired. I can't keep going. <laughs> uh, I'm wicked close to coming. Slow down. That was like a slip and slide down there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm fucking all the cars. <laughs> How long can this keep going? Now <laughs> we're getting ahead. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> ah, keep yanking my rod and have it yard. There you go. You you generally you don't see a lot of like women who are supposed to be sexy doing the South Boston accent. It's Except, much more often Matt Damon. Yeah, it's just Blake Lively in the town. That's about it, right? That's uh, as far as the list goes. She was our best shot. <laughs> like, if this doesn't work, we got to cancel her, her the accent. Operation. From what, from my recollection, is is uh, sort of in and out, not really. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, not not the best. There's uh, 
that's crazy to me when that happens in shows and it happens fairly often when someone's like like they're casting someone and they're doing an accent and they feel like the first question should be like can you do this accent for the whole movie and a remarkable amount of people are like no <laughs> i can do it most <laughs> of the time and they're like that's enough um yeah well if you're like a draw for the movie then they you know then it's yeah, worth yeah. it i guess um yeah. Yeah, but it's also your fucking job. So I don't know. Do your fucking job. Yeah. Get up there and say nobody sexy wa- stuff in a Boston. Do accent. your job. Nobody, nobody wants to fucking work anymore. Is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> so also devastating tip. For, uh, I will say you're you are not. That far movie off. is like Citizen Kane to people in Boston. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Town? I mean, I think every movie is like Citizen Kane to people in Boston. I don't even know what that means, but I, uh, well, Boston is much more nutso over the departed. As a as yeah. of the last one I've checked, yeah, the departed, gone baby, eighty for gone, Brady kid, gone baby, gone. Also pretty good. Look, these are good movies. To be clear, um, I enjoy the town. I enjoy when uh, uh, John Hamm uh, has the note on his windshield and he opens it and and it says "Go fuck yourself." And there's a space in between <laughs> your and self, which is that's good, which elevates it so much higher <laughs> than class. <laughs> uh, these are good movies, but most importantly, they're smart. <laughs> <laughs> they're movies that make you think. Yeah. They're like Fight Club. Um, I would say you're not that far. But it is rated number eight for sexiest American accent, but it is not what is not. Uh, how many accents? Are, how many? Yeah, exactly. I was Whoa. like, I, they don't say how many accents that's out of. Um, Your tits are wackadoo. <laughs> they're crazy. People wow. in Boston always saying wackadoo. That's a classic yeah. Boston. Um, <laughs> Unfortunate development for the city of Boston. This accent is uh, number four for the smart, number four smartest accent, number eight sexiest accent, number one most annoying accent. These are good stats. How can you want these stats on the board? I mean, there's like there have to only be eight accents then, because how can you be the most annoying and not the least sexy? Like you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any like. Yeah. Turnover. It's it's like a. (laughs) <laughs> it drives like a a, a a hatred attraction, like a sexual pull. Yeah, from the magnetism. It's like uh it. like uh, uh the nanny accent, right? It's like Fran Drescher, like Mr. Sheffield, you know. Um, or uh, people are attracted to Fran Drescher. But wait, but there's other things about Fran Drescher yeah. than the accent. If we're talking about the like that as the only thing, um, yeah, it's not all accent. It's the outfits, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say it's a you know. We got a picture coming. Hold on. Download it to your Hold desktop. On, let's pull this up. Oh, okay. This is from the. T- I was hoping there was just a picture of Fran Drescher. <laughs> Patty was like, "She's looking good." <laughs> hey, check this out. <laughs> the beautician and the beast. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I. I don't know. What. Whatever. I, these pull. These polls are all like designed to drive you to check on some. Drive like, you wackadoo. Wackadoo. Data, some data broker website or something, right? It's always like a weird ad for some service or something that like that like is sponsoring these polls. Mm-hmm. Um, if this survey pissed you off, be sure to check out. <laughs> yeah, it's for Duolingo of, for like, the Boston accent. <laughs> because of the uh, totally apt criticism of the word wackadoo in this, I'm trying to think of Boston <laughs> words, and the only one I can think of is I had a sports coach in high school who used to call people chowderheads all the time. That would be one. 
But in a way where it didn't sound so crazy, like if maybe you, this is a word. I mean, if you say, say that if the you say from the Simpsons, this is yeah. a crazy character. <laughs> if you Chad. say that, if you if you say that up there, you know, in the wrong place, you you can't just call someone that without you know there will be ramifications for that behavior. You're not yeah, it's like away. Fanny in England. <laughs> you know, it's bad. You're gonna end up face down in the Mystic River. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it you it will be your daughter in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry, but uh, I have to ask: Is that my daughter in there? <laughs> <laughs> Hate to bother. Um, <laughs> just wondering if that's my daughter in there. Um, <laughs> oh well, good. So even just saying that, you sounded like the smartest person in Boston. So this inherently has to be incorrect. Mm, yes, they see. Makes sense. My yeah, that's my take on it is that Eli's accent is the smartest accent in America. Yeah, people so this agree. this Many was like saying this. this was an this was a, this was all sponsored by a, a company that does like uh, language tutors, online language tutoring, and the company is based in Brookline, Massachusetts. So we're throwing out the results of these surveys. This is outrageous, clear that's right, bias. Brookline's best baby. <laughs> yeah. Anna's Taqueria, a second business in Brookline, some bagel stores. We got it all. Oh, we got it. Yeah, the new bagel stores. Man, apologies to Downstairs Dan, uh, hey, a great Bostonian. Shout out to the Holliston Superette, a great sandwich and bagel place, from what I've heard. Shout out. Uh, hey, people don't know this. Dan's last name is actually Adams. He's uh, <laughs> he's from the Sam Adams family. He's uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's Sam Adams. Dan's last son. name is Revere, um, <laughs> <laughs> of the great Revere dynasty. <laughs> His name is Dan Harvard. I don't know if you're familiar with that family. Uh, yeah, wouldn't I guess he wouldn't? But it'd be funny if Paul Revere had a Boston accent. He's like the fucking dead, the here. <laughs> yeah, I don't. The I red think, coats. I think they the were still probably. British. Yeah, I don't think they developed that accent that fast. Uh, they were probably still mostly don't, sounded English. No joke. There's a bunch of lobsters downtown. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about the fish. Yeah. Guys, there's fucking shatterheads everywhere. Get up. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> you only use that word under extreme duress. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. It's apologize. not funny. You get expelled <laughs> if you say it in school. You call your teacher a chatterhead. You get sent to a <laughs> remedial school. Um, we should do number one, I think. I agree. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Number one comes to us from NC Hammer 326 in the Discord. It's a story about art. Um, it's a an art gallery in Miami. Uh, they had a VIP, a VIP event, so you know the art's going to be good. Um, and uh, it's uh, uh, somebody, I don't know exactly how. If she, It doesn't seem like she bumped into it because these art galleries, you, there's plenty of room. So she was not walking close, but she, I guess, tapped on a, uh, a Jeff Koontz uh, little balloon dog. You know, one of those balloon animal dogs that, that he does. Um, and... Uh, it, this one was like close to like you know what you would like one you would actually get like from like a clown at a birthday party you know not like it's not like oversized and uh, it just fell off the pedestal and broke into a million pieces and uh, I guess she just kind of froze. It was worth forty two thousand dollars or it was I guess for sale for forty two thousand dollars right. <laughs> um, 
And uh, not to like excuse her behavior, but you would think a balloon dog wouldn't shatter into a million pieces like that. Wait, yeah. that wasn't a balloon? Just like being like the absolute. <laughs> but to but to unexcuse her behavior, you're at an art gallery. <laughs> so you're probably like, oh, you're going to see a Jeff Koons exhibit. You also gave Jeff Koons' name a very a real Dean Koontz pronunciation there, Patty. That was confusing for me for a second, but then I said, let's focus on the balloon. <laughs> did I did I say it, did I say it wrong? Sorry, I don't Jeff want to disrespect Koons. anybody. Well, I, I, okay. I mean, you know, I'm going off of the party down episode where uh, Ron it's Donald. It's no Stevie the, Griffin, but there's a shrimp that ends up in uh, Steve Gutenberg's Coons. Uh, Coons, I guess, but he says Coons, so I don't, I'm not sure. Um, that's why. But uh, yeah, I, I guess maybe she was repeatedly sticking it with a pin to see if it would pop, and it eventually just kind of nudged it off the pedestal. I'm not. I'm not. You know, who's to say? How um, fucking stupid too hard, yeah. is this lady? <laughs> no, <laughs> she was she was not doing that, but apparently she did tap oh, okay. the, she did tap the sculpture, um, immediately knocking it off the pedestal. I don't know why you would I'm not gonna be tapping any art at a at a, a high end art gallery personally. I don't think yeah. that would really be something I would do. Um my brow well, furrow. Well how do you know if it's I'd... a balloon or not? <laughs> yeah. Right. My brow furrowed as I rubbed the Mona Lisa, trying to, <laughs> to figure out what's going on in there. Yeah, I mean, here, here, here. Okay, the, the guy they interviewed for the story, though he doesn't know for certain, uh, Gamson said he believes the woman tapped the sculpture because she was curious if it was a real balloon. Period. It See? was. It was not. <laughs> well, it I mean, that's not. what he was trying to do, right? So he, she's just a great audience for it. In a way, yeah, she's solved the mystery for everyone else. Yeah, not a balloon. Yeah, no, because God. Oh, just say I my. Well, it's a longer thing. So it's like I'd I'd argue here. I'm not dismissive of like modern art and stuff. I think it's cool. All these things, but I love balloon dog. Yeah, I love balloon dog. (laughs) But when you break something like this, I feel like the price is not because it's so much about the idea. The price is not forty two thousand dollars. If you break it, it's like. It's what it costs. It's materials. Like, because it's just like it, it, the idea is the purpose here. And like, yeah, the, like, like the Jeff Koons did it, but he can make another one. I mean, or his assistants. Me I'm sorry. His assistants that actually do all of his shit can make another one. But charge me $46,000 for this pile of plaster on the floor? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the opportunity cost for the, uh, for the art gallery. One could argue, um, somebody was probably going to buy that. So, uh, it breaking it, you're, they're out 42 grand. I'm not particularly sympathetic to this. Apparently this is one of like 800 pieces or something, which yeah. really, you know, that's well, one of a fucking million. I mean, he did. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying like I'm saying this line of them. There were like 800 of them. So, I mean, talk about like the kind of person that's buying expensive art. Do you want one of 800 or something? They're like, oh, I got this thing, you know, and people who like know about art are going to be like, yeah, man, like we all could have gotten one. It costs like what a like car costs, you know, yeah. a cheap car for us because we're rich people, you know. Yeah, it's um, a weird. It's, it's much more. It has a higher premium if it's one of the rare shattered balloon dogs. (laughs) Well, see, you say that. um, Somebody offered to buy it, apparently, um, uh, the broken pieces, offered to buy it on the spot. um, And uh, the guys... This this museum is full of perverts. (laughs) (laughs) It's better now. Um, Yeah, I don't think think that sale was made, but that is kind of the way that um, you can just kind of 
completely it, modern art is like uh it's almost like pro wrestling where you can build anything into the angle you know what i mean like anything can be then folded into the thing so it's like well this is actually in a way it's its own art and yeah. uh, uh the person who knocked it over is a part also an artist and uh so she actually is blah 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 etc well that's yeah there's there's a video here of people just like after it broke people just sweeping it up like you know like workers at the gallery sweeping it into dustpans and I'd be like, fools. Yeah, I was like, I think you should leave it. That's like, you know, you're an art gallery. You should be, don't send in the cleaning crew right away. I'd be like, wow, what does this mean? You know? The sculpture is more valuable on the floor. The floor is the safest from owls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the worst place also for Also the worst place for a sculpture, the floor. <laughs> <laughs> worst, place for, sculpture. worst place for for a glass sculpture is uh, rapidly heading towards the floor <laughs> and then the floor. Uh, yeah. Sorry, it was not glass. It was porcelain. So I want to be clear it's about porcelain. that. It's yeah. porcelain. Porcelain. So it's different. Yeah. yeah. Toilet material. That's what Am I, I call it. I'm the only one who's noticed balloon dogs are a lot like owls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Really Getting booed off stage immediately. I mean, come on. This is one of those things like where you just read like the cost of some of these things that were bought. Uh, the, some of the Coons pieces like... Uh, there's a big orange balloon dog that was sold for $58.4 million in 2013. Um, yeah. Sure. You idiot. Oh, I haven't never heard of these balloon dogs. I mean, oh, they look like balloon animals. My man animals. has got a mechanical keyboard. Let me tell you. Clicky clack That thing was going on. Oh, I see the shattered one already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's also weird. Like, yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. It's, it's, it's. It's weird to have as a, it feels like a real flex sort of piece of art to own more than anything else, you know? Like the balloon dog. It was like, yeah. Like, because it kind of looks like trash. <laughs> yeah. Like a balloon, if you saw a balloon dog in somebody's house, you would be like, you forgot to throw away <laughs> your balloon dog. There's no way you meant to leave this yeah. out. After you were yeah. finished making your daily balloon dog, you, you seemed to have forgotten <laughs> to take it to the, uh, and then you'd be like, is this thing real? And then you'd push it off the pedestal. As, <laughs> Going to an art gallery and asking if everything's real. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> you know, it's, it's so much funnier to consider destroying this at a house where it would be honestly your fault for having it out. Yeah. Look, they're not, as someone who used to make balloon animals in my life, not as easy as you'd think. When were, when were you making balloon animals? When was this? Yeah, speak more on this. Um, after my parents, in another ill-advised bid to S find me a hobby, sold, me sold a you to the circus. <laughs> 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 my parents did buy me a book on making balloon animals and then had to buy me a balloon pump and balloons, which... I don't. I think they were trying for me to not have friends. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> but they were just yeah. Like, by the way, does anybody who listens to this show work as a carny? Because <laughs> I don't know anybody who's been making balloon animals their whole life. Yeah, they were like, "What we want is a kid who's really into RuneScape and balloon animals, and we think that will pay out dividends later in life." Eli needs hobbies you can touch and feel. <laughs> That's why kids won't talk to him right now. He's too in the cyber web. A balloon animal guy being like, yeah, I work with my hands. You know? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with what I do. Okay. Good old-fashioned labor. My hands look like this, and it's just you folding a balloon animal so hers can look like Folding? this. That's not how it All works. All the calluses. All Twisting and, I don't know, tying? What's the right, what's the right verb? Tying, I guess? P pinching. Creating. Okay, creating. <laughs> creating. Yeah. 
<laughs> the hubris with which <laughs> you address the balloon dog. Um, what animals? What animals could you make? Do you make any big ones? Yeah, I I can't remember all the ones. Do a, gi- do a giraffe. I did it. Giraffe's not hard. It's just a I dog know. with a long neck. Giraffe's yeah. not even hard. Okay. <laughs> I finished the book. Just, I'm think. just trying to show interest. You know. I I'm believe. Sorry. <laughs> just me on every day. I'm just trying to show interest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, you're, uh, giraffe you're, isn't hard. I your boss does sound crazy. Well, if I remember correctly, I I finished the book and I feel like I may have asked for and gotten like book two. So I feel like I made some wild shit. Um, book two is where they really get into the crazy stuff. That's when you yeah. make like the, the, uh, they're not even animals anymore. You just do like a balloon make Ferris a wheel and it works. Yeah. That's uh, hey, do you, any of you kids want a balloon Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> you make a human and it's alive. That's book two. <laughs> it's worth $46,000. It has its own, it has its own thoughts. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people get into balloon animals for the money. Mm-hmm. Not me. I like yeah. to play God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was <laughs> actually that's a well. I, there's a great joke here, but I'm not going to spoil the movie we discussed. So just know it would have been good. That's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yes yeah, so this this was all, this all took place at Art Winwood, which is like an art looks like an art trade show kind of. It's like a big tent show. Um, and uh, someone just got a little too rowdy, I guess. Knocked knocked over the. Got wild. Yeah, these things get wild. Yeah, just going up to a photograph of someone, be like, "Is this real?" I'm like tapping on it. It's like what? (laughs) Trying to kiss all the photographs at the museum. Once again, they've kicked me out. It's like, oh, David Bowie. He's handsome. It's like, okay. (laughs) I thought he died. (laughs) Oh my God, he's back. It's a miracle. (laughs) I I told you not to bring me here. I told you I'm going to touch these. (laughs) Yeah, couple the boss next. That real. Is that a real guy? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a real dog. I thought I would. I, I don't like going places with photographs because I think they're windows. That's why I don't like to be in there. <laughs> uh, I don't like bless. who's looking back. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, this, this thing. Uh, trying to fight the Mona Lisa. She looking at me weird. <laughs> Her eyes are following me around the room. She's smiling. Yeah. She's yeah. smiling at me. She got some sort of mysterious smile. It's about me. Well, what I'm yeah. wearing. Guy screaming, you think you're better than me at the <laughs> Mona Lisa. <laughs> Mona Lisa is not involved in enough bits. People should do more bits with the Mona Lisa. They I can't get close to it. There's too many damn selfie sticks. There's <laughs> too many damn millennials in the world. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well. There are a lot of people there. I don't know if you. If you it's, yeah, it's, all joking aside, there are a lot of people seeing the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Yeah, not to take this lightly. There are a everyone. Lot everyone needs to get their own version of the worst picture you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, but how else are you going to get a picture of the Mona Lisa? There aren't a lot of them, so you know they're not readily available on the internet. At least get one of you with it in the background. And again, it's the size of like a postage stamp behind your head because you're very far away. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Look, you gotta, you gotta t- look. You go in there, you check it out, you see it as much as you can. Then you get head over to uh, Winged Victory. That's where you go. That's that's the real cool stuff, and that's just on like a staircase nearby, and that's that's much cooler looking. And you can get right up next to it. I don't know if it's cooler looking, but I think it's cool regardless. Yeah. Uh, Is there any part of the museum where you're allowed to touch? Probably not. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk it. You know. Uh, I thought this was the touching part. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you are. You're thinking of the science zone of the Louvre. That is what I'm thinking of. Oh, they got I'm a hor- oh, like cool. The- they got a horseshoe crab. I can. Uh... <laughs> the room where lightning is coming down everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Over there, they got a starfish. The power of art. They got a horseshoe crab. Uh, what else? You got You can watch a hermit crab get a new sh- get a new house. It's yeah, a, they got a all. horseshoe crab. It's on the it's on the floor. You're allowed to kick it. That's the science zone of the Louvre. That's <laughs> <laughs> a dangerous precedent for the rest of the building. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. Out, you get it out of your system here. It's like the purge for inside the Louvre. <laughs> yeah, a bunch. Of, they have a bunch of stuff. A bunch of lesser art that you're allowed to break and fuck with, <laughs> just so you can, you know, not do it. Going elsewhere. over to someone's house and instead of a man cave, they have a science zone. <laughs> Like, that would hang be- out in the science zone. <laughs> yeah, my wife doesn't come down here. I'm always discovering magnets. <laughs> well, hang on. <clears throat> I can't go to the bar. We got a five o'clock feeding of the uh, of the sea lions. So we'll. <laughs> they do tricks. Yeah. Why don't you come down to the science zone? I'll demagnetize all your credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up all of your wallet with my neodymium magnets. Man, yeah. Heavy reliance on neodymium magnets, the the science zones of the world. Look, well, magnets. What else are you gonna do in there? Magnets are cool, man. Want to touch this thing that makes your hair stand up? <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just all the sorts of things. Uh. uh well, hey, look. If you live in Connecticut and you like touching stuff, uh, that's you know from the ocean. Check out the Maritime Aquarium in Norwalk. That's where I was pulling all of my bits from. Uh, the horseshoe Check crab. Out the horseshoe crabs. They're on a beach and nobody wants to go near them. <laughs> Their blood cures all diseases. It's very expensive and it's bright blue. So go check that out. Yeah. The creature God forgot. The horseshoe crab. Check That's it out. That's the word. I was thinking, I couldn't think of the word. Touch tank. That's what they call them. <laughs> Touch tank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where, where are the going to the Louvre? Uh, Possible uh, where, episode. Where title, is touch the touch tank. tanks? Yeah, <laughs> we do not have touch tanks. <laughs> Where's your touch tank? <laughs> I am so sick of the Americans asking where are the touch tanks. I want to tank? pet a nurse shark. <laughs> you got any sharks in here? The skin's like sandpaper. You're a the museum. You got rough. You tell me you're a museum. You got no sharks. Zero shack. <laughs> this is fuck, kid. This is nasty. Well, where's your touch tank? Yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You look at a picture. Well, God bless Boston. Yeah. Hey, let's 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 uh you know the, hopefully they'll be able to sell this uh, uh these pieces of this thing for somewhere around forty two grand. I don't want anybody to go go to the poorhouse over this. Um, let's uh let's do some plugs. Uh, Alex, what do you have to plug? Uh, thank you so much for having me again. I am plugging a Kickstarter that I'm doing for another season of my radio plays. I think I came on here last year at exactly this time to do the same thing. <laughs> I make audio plays and experiences. Whole worlds. And it takes me like months aud- of my time. <laughs> like so audio touch tanks they are. It's like a t- it's yeah. pretty much an audio. You can touch and feel the worlds I'm creating. Um, we have a lot. Of, the part of the Kickstarter is if you if you uh, back the the uh, the show, it's called Theater of Delights. This is for season five. You can vote on what the show will be about. We have five great options this time. Um, I would guess the one that will end up winning is Grand Nidorino. 
which is loosely the plot of Gran Torino if he had to deal with Pokemon the whole time. <laughs> and, like, you know, I don't know, Pokemon's genders and, you know, stuff like that. Like, uh, stuff that old people can't deal with, but he's a classic guy. And he's also willing to impart some wisdom uh, as he goes along. So check check that out. Cl- That's kickstarter.com. Theater of Delight Season 5. Now I'm just thinking Clint Eastwood singing uh, the uh, Gotta Catch Em All over the credits. That's... <laughs> With the sad piano. Yeah. Adakuno Jinx. Beedrill. Clint Eastwood saying Adakuno. Wow. Chansey, catch them all. That's a that's a that's an interesting thing to do with like famous celebrities and like which which Pokemon have if any have these celebrities said out loud that would be a fun uh, thing. Well, to, it's honestly fun thought worth experiment the, worth the price. I mean, it's a I like it's a good movie regardless, but worth the price of admission to Detective Pikachu just to hear Bill Nye say Pokemon names. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> like has Anthony Hopkins ever said like Squirtle or Charmander or so you know what I mean like what what's the you know he's got grandkids I assume you know you never know I bet it's more pervasive than you'd think yeah <laughs> it's a global phenomenon Pocket you might monsters. get more mileage out of which celebrities have never said a Pokemon name and what grudge they're harboring and what own. and what are they hiding what are they hiding when did they, what did they know and when. <laughs> Yeah. Ray, like a, which Pokemon has Ray Winstone said out loud? <laughs> yeah, just the toughest guys you can think of. A detective uh, Pikachu. <laughs> right, we know Lou Dobbs has said one. That's for sure. <laughs> kind of. My a Pikachu. Um, yeah, so we'll put we'll put a link to the Kickstarter in the description. Theater of Delights. Uh, let's let's play our little plug thing here, and then uh, and then we will bid everyone adieu. Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at Patty Moe, at Kath Barbadoro, and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. None of us are booked on any stand-up shows this week, but we might all try indoor rock climbing or take a pottery class instead or just go fuck ourselves. Whatever. I would point out, Shelby did not even check to see if we were booked on any shows this week, so that's good. Not even an <laughs> inquiry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks again, Alex. Uh, and, uh, hey, uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.